0: What's up, world? Well? It's your boy, Kango Slim. And it's your boy, Mr. Meaner. And together yeah. we, we make partners in crime. crime. And right, right now, now you're locked into Nola Zine, baby. Nola Zine, baby. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Tell them where y'all are from.
0: Um, born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. That's where we're from. 17 yep. Ward area. I'm from Girtown.
2: Yep, I'm, I'm from Hollygrove, bro. Mm-hmm. Same place Lil Wayne from, you know what I'm saying?
1: Gotcha. So growing up, I'm like, for y'all, I'm like, who influenced y'all to actually become one of like music artists?
0: I mean, I guess there's so many different things and so many different people for me. Because I started off earlier in my uh, earlier years listening to a lot of C Day tracks and Johnny Guitar Watson and things like that. And a lot of people may say, you know, (laughs) like a lot of people like Ron DMC probably was their reason and Slick Rick and all that. But actually Johnny Guitar Watson, he had a song called Ring My Telephone. And when I was a kid, I used to listen to it and he actually used to rap on there. And uh, that's why I first really, really, really got introduced to like, the rap music vibe, like then after that, it became the Run DMCs, the Slick Ricks, and you know things like that. For me, myself, you know, what I'm saying, my mom like was a big uh, a
2: uh, person with music, like you know, say she bought everything, listened to everything. Right. So I grew up on music from that side of it. But uh, I went to a Raising Hell concert like in '85, and uh, they had did my Adidas, bro, and I was, I was, I was gone. You know what I'm saying? When they made everybody put their Adidas shoe up, I'm yeah. like, that's what I want to do right there. I saw the power in it, you know what I'm saying? I saw how they had control of the people. I was like, that's that's what I want to do. And I, I, I had the bug from that part, you know?
1: Gotcha. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and so both of y'all, I'm like becoming music artists, and like growing up, I'm like in the streets of New Orleans. And so, and so what happened, and like, you know, break it down, like how did y'all become one on my like music group?
0: I mean, uh, started off in the uh, hallways of school when I was uh, going to Sarah T. Reed. We had a mutual friend by the name of Dijon, and uh, by the time I got to Reed, Mike had just graduated like the year before or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got there, I used to rap in the gym a lot, and uh, we had a friend named Dijon. He used to tell me about Mike. He used to be like, Mike used to be the coolest dude rapping here before you got here. You know, y'all should hook up or whatever, so... Uh, through that mutual friend, we wind up uh meeting each other, hooking up and uh taking that walk to the store. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um uh, from that
2: point on, like I said, when I first heard Kango uh rap, um, I was like, I said, man, with I know how your talent and going somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I always possessed like an A and R skill for talent. Like, you know what I'm saying, I could hear it straight out the gate and I'd be like, He got it, you know he need work, but he got it, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, when I, when I met him, I knew he had it, um, I had some things going on in the mix of it, so, uh, you know, prior to meeting Kengo, I was kind of doing gong shows and things like that, little talent search things, and, um, I just, you know, told Kengo, like, you know what I'm saying, come join forces with me, and, um, let's, basically, let's do it. Walking to the store, we, uh,
0: you know, walking to the store, actually, I had, uh, Seven period was my my drum class, you know, band class, or whatever. So we basically walked to the school, get a sandwich, and we started rapping. And our raps kind of Coincide, coincided with yeah. each other. But during that time, I wasn't doing like these gong shows and stuff like that. I was just mainly rapping within school and in DJ. my neighbor in my neighborhood. I had to DJ, you know, in Gert and stuff like that. But he was rapping in these little gong shows, making money with it. Like so. uh once me and him hooked up he was like, Man, look, come do these gong shows with me and I wound up uh, going through the gong show with him one time and from that point on we ain't never looked back. We was like partners in crime from that point, you know. Right.
1: So well, you know uh, but I've been doing some interviews and like, you know, uh, but I keep hearing about these shows, these gong shows, like yeah. why y'all think they don't bring it back to New Orleans? Because oh uh, because it seems like so many artists
0: actually mm-hmm. got noticed on mm-hmm. like at these shows. It's sort of like, to me, they they are sort of here. It's still here. It's just that they do it in another form. They call it, you know, artist showcases. open mic. You know, open mic night where, you know, artists come out and they rap and, you know, people vote and say who they feel like, you know, should win. So basically, that's what uh, the gong shows were. But... Difference is with the gong shows is if he was whack after a certain amount of time he was getting either. A oh, he was getting going or a gong a He wasn't even you know t- getting yeah. the chance to go t- get through your whole song. Yeah, it was like
2: it was something like the Apollo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying with the sandman yeah. and get you out of there. You know what I'm
0: saying. So. And I think we need that back. And the guy that mastered <laughs> it's that Too sensitive to dig, man. The guy, that, uh, the guy that used to do it. His name was uh, Bobby. Marcian. Bobby Marchand. And he was uh, well known for writing a lot of songs, you know, with Dr. John and all of them and Irma Thomas, you know, in the earlier years. Mm-hmm. So um, we had the, uh, the we had the pleasure and the blessing of actually coming up under him, you know, doing the Gong Show. That yeah, was, when he like that
2: first Gong Show that Man Kango did with, with Bobby Moore, saying was too young to get in the club, and uh, he just looked at him and said, Look. I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all a, a, a shot. Sure, you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. So we went up there. We didn't win. We made us stand by the DJ booth. It was like almost by the DJ booth. Like, yeah. Cause, like, cause you, you know he was actually
2: too young to get there. We actually young. rode our bikes. Yeah. Like to the showcase that time because it was yeah. in the east. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's real delicate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just rode some bikes over <laughs> yeah. there because we didn't have a car. we was Young, young we was boys young there. The and um, got in there and they let us do it. We didn't win that day, but After from that to part yeah, on, we won every one of them.
0: Yeah. yeah, we had never yeah. lost another one since. <laughs> and then, about time it came time for us to actually, you know, sign with a label, which was Big Boy, uh, Bobby became part, yeah. part of our management. Like, yeah,
2: team. yeah, he was, he was the one that was taking care of stuff to get us to the next level, like, you know what I'm saying, for us in, in the game. Right. right. And so, I'm right,
1: like, speaking of Big Boy, you know, I'm like, me and you did an interview, and you were saying, like, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, Chuck actually
2: actually feel you at first like as a rapper yeah, yeah. he, he, he said i was part of the wackiest, wackiest person ever, you ever. Heard of,
0: you so know. like but
1: i was just riding riding here and i was listening to a song and i was like dang y'all was rapping about something weighing 94 that's happening right now right. about to be 2024 right, and right. that's you know
0: right I left this this times roll. I'm, head the the time time right. I'm yeah. like,
1: dang! About know, everybody carrying a gun, nobody yeah. wants scrim, scrap. Like, right. Right. Yeah. this is really something that's happening. Thirty right. years right. later,
0: yeah. yeah, right now, right. The yeah, it's about it, timeless music. The man, the music is timeless. But you know, a lot of people used to tell us back then we were a little bit ahead of our time, and I think that's what made us stand out from yeah. a lot of other artists because a lot of other artists they was pretty much talking about you know other things, and we kind of put like real life issues in our music with right. harmony and, yeah. and, and a vibe to it. See, Kango was doing, right. like what Drake doing today, he was doing
2: that 20, 27, 30 years ago.
0: Yeah,
2: You know what I'm saying? Sinking so that's how far ahead of the game it was because people wasn't really putting too much of harmony. Every, it was hardcore rap at the time, you know, that was really winning. So when he came with the melody, it was just like, damn, like, you know Something what I'm saying? Different. Between him and Pimp Daddy was, and Miss T, that little group of people was kind of putting harmony on what they do, you know?
1: Right. And also, it just the hooks. Like, yeah, you know, people yeah. wasn't, oh, yeah. like... He a hook master. Yeah, <laughs> you, like, you think about what you were doing yeah, in the 90s, like, dang, that was unheard of. If right, you listen yeah. to everyone else's music, like, dang, you was way, like, you was way ahead of your time.
0: Yeah, right, yeah, he's yeah, called time. yeah Man, he used a hook master. He still, yeah. still do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They still
2: call him for hooks, to day. Right, right, right. He a hook master. He come yeah. up with that shit, bro. So, and
1: so let's hear y'all's journey with, actually, big bar records. Like, I'm, like, actually from the beginning to actually, I'm, like, leaving, Exactly jumping one, you know a whole different I mean
0: situation from the leaving point like from, from, the, the, beginning, from, the, beginning, from the beginning all the, the way to the, to the well, leaving. Well, my, I mean, my brief- memories with with big boys when we you know when we first came over there you know it was pretty much a, a chance that we was given because once Sporty T had uh, went to uh, Swagman to his yeah, driving, and job and told him that he wanted you know he wanted Big Boy to see us. We uh into well we was part of a. a a, a show at the Big E's. At the Big E's, it was like and this Friday showcase years. that they was doing. Yeah, and they came saw us at that and from well, that ha- point. Well, no,
2: what happened was they actually threw it that time because mm-hmm. he was going through different, different things. things yeah. Cash Money had it for a little while, that but then Big, big Boy, boy wind up getting it. And, yeah. and that night that they was doing it, uh, we Sporty was like, "Man, come, 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 open up! I want him to see y'all." Mm-hmm. And when he saw
0: us. It was, it was, uh that was that I mean, night. Come to the office Monday. The first yeah, <laughs> the first time we ever went to the studio was the first day our first day going to the studio at Big Boy, they was ready to record and that's yeah. when we recorded uh we recorded roll it, it, rolled it. uh the uh, uh Puss, Puss, Puss in the can, can. and then, yeah, the L P came out. And what else we had And Heron Baby. It was a max single is what we dropped. Right. So uh once we got to the studio we laid that. And uh, Chuck said, well, I'm going to order some copies of this just to see how it's going to do. Well, we and needed an uh, album cover. We needed an album so cover. So we got to get to yep. doing the album cover,
2: we went Pissed On, we six, went and pissed around, on six and on, six and, six. and that was our initial right. Max's single cover. Right. Like, So coming out, out of the gate, it came out kind of raw. And like, damn, who is these guy? So you know I got to
0: ask, you,
1: because you said that. And so what made y'all go Pissed On Six and
0: bro? Well, we had just, well, actually, it was even with... Cash Money tried to sign us first. Right, we was offered a deal with we them. We was offered a deal with them. And, you know, when we got up to the office, uh, Yellow Boy had, they was in a meeting, and Yellow Boy raised his hand when they asked, did anybody have any questions? And he said, yeah, I'm saying, y'all bringing all these new no-niggas. dudes around, when we gonna get paid? When we gonna get paid for yeah, Six and yeah, for That's six what he said. Marone. So at that point, once we heard that, we already knew what time it was. So we didn't really want to sign with, you know, Cash Money or whatever. And once Baby and them found that out, that's what they, I, they, they invited us
2: to is. come open up for UNLV at uh they was, they was coming out with an album, so they was like, man, why don't y'all come open for their little like party or whatever. We was like, yeah, we'll be honored to. It. So we came and did it. We did the song Ride It Roll It mm-hmm. after we did that. They came up and they came out with a song called Everybody's Joking you and L V style. And then they went to the sing you bragging to your boy about the truths and vows. Now we had a song called by the roller, I got the cut fitted up with the truths and vows, So we knew that they was directly dissing unless they punked the whole night. Yeah, was the whole we went time, home so. that night, I called Kango yeah, we came four up in the morning, and I said, the Bro, the U is for unknown, the N is for nothing, else. L is for low life views for verses, We're gonna man, change the definition song, of their name And that was and it. And it. I said, Write right. you a verse today, I'm gonna so, write a verse
0: and we're gonna go do it next week. And so next from week we that point <laughs> by us not you know, signing with them, that's what made them diss us and we wound up dissing them back when we first was able to uh drop out. Drop out uh, first thing. First so a lot of people thought
2: that we dissed them out the gate not knowing that we just say their name in a diss. Right, they right. dissed us, but, but we, didn't we really said their name. Yeah, yeah we
0: just actually said their name yeah, we came directly. Like, right. So you. from that point, um big boy told us go take a picture somewhere. We went took the picture on Sixth Maroon, he ordered uh 200, what was it, like 500? 500 copies. He ordered 500 copies. He gave me 250 in the box, him 250. 250. By the and time I made it home, I was living in the East at the time. I had two tapes left. Yeah, and by the time I hit third time, and had to go back in the hood. I <laughs> ain't know. had none. Yeah, none, right? So that's
1: Yeah, nothing. So, like, so like yeah, so when y'all ain't gonna take a picture like, over there, mm-hmm. They be like, what's somebody I'm like outside or anything like that? Yeah, they, they have some, some dudes guys, outside. They asked us, asked, they asked they asked
2: asked us do, do, do we want some spray paint to put if our, our name that. up there? We're like, nah, we just want to take the picture, dog." Well, they would help you Yeah. Yeah, some <laughs> dudes, <some> dudes around <laughs> <running laughs> real yeah. talk. They was like, hey, bro, y'all the dudes this and UNLV um, yeah, yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. why, was what's like, up? Yeah, bro, y'all want some spray, y'all want some spray, spray, spray paint put your name up there? That's cool, they help me. Yeah, you know, but according to you you know, know UNLV at the time, they was like, man, they came early in the morning, or this, you know, we wound we up coming midday. It was like 11, 11.30, 11 yeah, something like that, yeah, when well, we did it. Because we, we was taking pictures for an album cover at the house, with, with, by, at Chuck house, with guns and all that kind of stuff. Just wasn't fitting, so we was like, you know, I, I was like, Chuck, shit, you know, we got the song, this and them, I go piss on their set. He's like, boy, you ain't going to do that, Sporty said. Come on. Jumped in the cover, Sporty. Went over there. Sporty, the one who took the picture of us. Sporty T is the one Sporty that took the picture. Sporty T, yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> he, Rest yeah. in peace to Sporty T, man. man yeah, so crazy history. Once yeah, that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Once we, once we did that, he ordered the 500 copies. I took 250. He took 250. And man, we swam swam sold the them street, within man. the next couple of days. And when we got back, all we had was money. And he was like, you know what? If y'all sold those, those that quick, let's roll. And that's when we, we, went, we rolled, big boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: Sure. So, like... I want to know, like, you know, like, what your mind frame was going on 60 baron, because, like, I mean, man, what was going to happen if they was outside? Was I, mean, fight for, it sure. I mean, we were just young, yeah, young, yeah, just
2: young just reckless, just and, and um, yeah. you know, not really thinking that far, but I still had my nervous side to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm always like that. I could be about to fight a midget. I'm going to get these little butterflies. Like, it's just a part of a drilling that running you anyway, but I'm still about doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So we went all the way through with it, but I still had, I was still, like, you know, I wonder what's gonna happen. We had some artillery, or if something would've went crazy. You know, we, we we went around there with something, but we didn't go around that naked. But mm-hmm. we just was willing to go do it. We felt like this was gonna make the proper impact on what we was trying to do. It was gonna set it's the right stage. us capturing
0: it. that picture, we just we knew that it was gonna start something. Cause right. that was their album cover picture. That's the same stuff they took their album cover picture right. on. So so it was something just, that we it was
2: do just was a, We was doing stuff. the raw stuff like the little dudes do today, like way back then too. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that. yeah.
1: Real talk, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I got this question because And we recently just had I'm like Miss D On our show And she said something I'm gonna ask y'all Because, you know Y'all was a part of Big Boy uh-huh. She said that To her knowledge Chuck had i like way more money Off of them baby At a time Because he had like these These limos And these, and these parties uh-huh. I'm like freaking it So yeah. I wanna know no.
2: I and always felt, I always felt like Chuck just That's had it. more money, like bro, you
0: know what I'm saying? To and me the way you gotta look at it is like this. You know, I, I really don't know what baby in the pocket was looking Pockets like. Pockets was back like back right, then, yeah, but Chuck was, I mean? had money. I can't say Chuck Chuck had money, like, you know, but I can't say this. It was a different level of class. Like, you know what I'm saying? Baby and them, you know, they used to ride around in the tourists, they got the tourist painted, the uh, burgundy with the white leather interior, interior and all right. that. Chuck wasn't that type dude. Chuck was going to get a Lexus. Yeah. And he wasn't painting it. He wasn't doing nothing. He was buying showroom flow type stuff. Showroom flow Lexus. He gonna put some rims on that thing, and it's right. just gonna look like elegant. Like right. yeah, it was, yeah, too, it just too, was two different types of tastes. Because I'm
2: quite sure baby and him had money as well right, right. at that time. But to to us, what it looked like,
0: right. you know,
2: Chuck just looked like he had this moat, You know what I'm saying? Like you right. know, and he was doing stuff on the next scale, and money never was a problem to him. Right. Whatever it's gonna take to make it look great, yeah, he, he was no willing problem. to spend it. He never was stingy yeah. with. Well, we ain't gonna do that. He would be like, let's do it. Right. Let's do. It. If you have an idea and he he buy into the idea, yeah. he didn't care what one calls thing about it cost, he it done.
0: You never heard him say, "Okay, I gotta wait to make this money." Yeah, you're yeah, like, no, yeah. Like, like, let's do it. it like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. That was, that was
2: the difference in yeah. him. You know? Right. So I gotta
1: hey, but I have to ask this question. Um, actually before we move on, like so, like you know, if the big boy and Cash Money beef, I'm like, did it actually? I'm like, start with y'all, or did it start with? All I did it start with? Did it start with? I'm like Mister.
0: No, it started. Yeah, it started, with, started us. with us. okay. Yeah, and so it basically, already. it was already, yeah, the, only it already why, the only reason why the only reason why Mystikal was bought into it was because uh, Mystikal had just signed a deal with Jive. Deal with Jive, and right. at the time, I guess Cash Money felt like you know let's target him because if he say something back to us, he's on a major scale. He's right. on a major scale, so if he say something back, then we just gonna be you know we gonna blow up off of that. Right, right. but so the beef the they, beef was actually between part part of us, crime Part to the crime and you know, and LV. Yeah,
2: know, so.
1: I'm going to just ask you because, you know, everyone always here, and the misdemeanor name, and, like, all the beef of that. So, I'm like, what's the craziest, I'm like, moment, I'm like, during that time, I'm like, for
2: you? I don't know. I guess the real, uh, we, you know, really having a real fight, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, uh, it was on WAX for the most part, but uh, I went to one of the events they had at uh, Mr. Mr. B's. B's and um, I had asked Kinga, we had just got back in town. It was
0: town. actually owned by my uncle.
2: Yeah, owned by his uncle. So mm-hmm. it was like Cash Money, UNLV had did something a week before and everybody was talking about it. Oh, they went off on y'all, woo So we was out of town that week. So when we came back, actually we was out of town that day, but when we came back, I was like, King, I'm going to the show. He like, I'm tired, man, I ain't gonna Uh-oh. mess with it. So it was me, my roommate, and my partner Dejon who, 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 who introduced us, went to the thing. And me and Yellow wind up getting into it, had a little squabble. It was more like a wrestling match, really. You know what I'm saying? A few little licks thrown, little, little tuggle. And, um, you know, that, that was like letting it know that it was real. And that's like something that was like, could have led to something, something else. else. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Which it didn't, which was good. But that was like one of the realest things that happened, like for us. Throughout that beef time. yeah, for yeah, because everything else just was on, on oh, you know, wax. On wax. And when we see you know, we each other, a it be the little mean mugs, little, 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 little offs a couple of Yeah, you know, but it, like it was never, like it that. never got to no, no. You know, they real. standing over there. We standing over here, and
0: it's like, I wish you would. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, look, look
2: head and eyes. Like, what's up? You know, from both sides. So it was like that for the most part. But the realest thing that ever happened was between me and Yellow, with physically, you know, drawing hands. You know,
1: and I'm also, you know. I the me mean, you was talking earlier, like you know, there
2: was a few times that you, you actually ran across. i that like gangster. Yeah, Maybe yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gangster used to mess with me a lot. You know, all the way up, if, even in the era when they got the hot boys and all that kind of stuff. When BG and them was first coming out with Chopper City, I remember coming from the studio one time, coming from Kenner, and uh, he pulled up in me, pull up on the side of me, and and, and, and um, I guess he had that uh, Infinity truck or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, y'all going off on my BG, huh? So I got the CD in there, I sling the CD to him. So by this time, we get on a little curve coming from Metairie, like when you come into to New Orleans, yeah. and uh, he he catch up with me. Oh, bitch, y'all going off. So he was, it was always love, like, you right. know what I'm saying? When he see me, of you know, a of times, he wasn't never really, house. yeah, he didn't came by the house, you know, because he, yeah, he originally from Gert He originally from Town. Like. So, you know, he, he had love for the thing. Actually, Gangsters used to be to, in the
0: front of the show. He used to be the uh, swimming instructor at the dawn pool when we was younger. Wow! So when we used to he taught some real history, huh? yeah. When we go, to, yeah, <laughs> wow! To, yeah, gangster yeah, 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 yeah. gangsta. I swam good, yeah. uh, but I uh, used to be a little swimming instructor at the Dawn Pool, and mm. uh, we all used to go to the Dawn Pool every summer. And, you know, during summertime when we was out of school and stuff like that. But yeah, he was a real, real cool dude. Yeah, he he he, he was he was a
2: cool dude, but all the time. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that he was in the street a certain kind of way, he always showed us the respect like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. men, bro. you know what I'm saying? So it was always love between us and, and gangster,
0: you know what I'm saying? Men is streamlined nights with him. <laughs> <Men is
1: streamlined. laughs> right. 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 So, you know, if y'all actually I'm like leaving, I'm like, you know, I'm like big boy records. So I want to hear, you know, if actually what happened, I'm like next. But like, who did y'all sign to?
0: I mean, after big boy, uh um we were we, trying we to sign to we was uh gonna well, no we was we gonna go to rap a lot. We was we gonna go gonna, to rap a lot. No, upper level. Yeah, upper level size, label, which level precise. Precise was about to start his own label after Big Boy. So that's why in the song New Orleans Block Party, when you say Upper when you hear Upper Level take like for you how know I go. representing our south for sure. We laid that song right after we left Big Boy and we was gonna sign with uh and his label and he was getting A Uh, deal from Rap-A-Lot as far as distribution. For for his label, right. So we were actually going to be on upper level, and it was going to be upper level slash Rap-A-Lot. So uh, once that deal didn't happen, uh, Rap-A-Lot had um, paid us some money, a little advancement or whatever, and somehow the deal fell through. So we wound up not doing the Rap-A-Lot, you know, upper level thing. Then we wind up uh, going on our own with, uh, yeah, we, we, Rob, we, Shaw. with Rob Shaw. We
2: South did Coast. Uh, South Coast Music Group, and we was like kind of a partner with him to a degree. Like, you mm-hmm.
0: know what I'm saying? He was giving us
2: our first shot of C- ownership, ownership, CEO ownership staff and CEO stats. So we
0: wasn't just artists on the label so, South Coast. We had a, a percentage of what was going on, and that's why you hear so much in each song. We put so much in, in everything that happened on South Coast from the Miss T album, Fifth World Weed album, you know, we wrote Drama Squad. Drama Squad until Prime primetime. Prime and when you look back at all of these songs, people don't realize that, you know, some of the songs that we sing, even in our shows, were on those albums. other people's albums,
2: like. You know what I mean? Just we to help itself, you know Once I mean? we dropped
0: the New Orleans Block Party album with South Coast, we was trying to figure out a way to continuously drop songs, but it not be Partners in Crime so we don't wear ourselves out. So basically what we did was we found artists around what we were doing. So, once we dropped New Orleans Block Party, then we said, okay, let's drop a Primetime album. Tell me why. But prime Primetime single was Tell, Tell me, me Why. why. Yeah, can Funny, which he's not even on. Oh, right, he was in jail. But it was the single for his album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So here it is, you're still getting partners in crime songs, but you're saying, that's that new Primetime. No, it's actually part of crime. Cause primetime ain't even on. Well, you All gotta it go is, buy a
2: primetime album for the get to the song. get the song. Like,
0: right? you know what I mean? And around that time, singles were selling the album. Right. 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 And it's yeah. just like Pepper Boy, we dropped. That's the Drama Squad album. Right. The Drama Squad dropped an album, and we made Pepper Boy the single, single, which is a Partners of Crime song. song. You know what I'm saying? But it helped sell that but project. It sold that project. So when people used to, you know, say, "Oh, that new Drama Squad drop," you heard that red hot Pepper Boy they got on there. All they were saying, Drama Squad, Drama Squad, they weren't saying, partners in crime, partners in crime, partners in crime, which and crime still gave us longevity you know, in yeah. a game, like, you know? It was mm-hmm. genius, it,
2: that was genius, that was building a label, like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know, all for what we knew, uh, how, how we knew what to do best. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, we knew how to make songs, but we knew we couldn't just wear ourselves out, so that's why we spread it amongst right. everybody else, mm-hmm. and help everybody sell, you know?
1: <coughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, if um, after me being young, Oh, but I thought you know and like part of the crime was like full mainstream I was just, like yeah. man I just never see on BET, but like like down here I just heard y'all everywhere right
0: like, well you could say we was one of the, we, we all want one, one of those independent groups that have done mainstream mainstream, mainstream stuff. stuff you know we've done a lot of major stuff just being independent right and you know we've shared the same stages with a lot of these people and that's why our people when they look at us they look at us in the aspect of not being that independent group being that national group. And we've never signed a national deal a day in our right, life. ever. This all is, everything you've ever seen with Partners in Crime. So I was off, again, for something. It was just off never, of something. was off yeah. Never one. But at the end of the day, everything you've ever seen was partner, with Partners in Crime was independent. When we performed in New York, yeah, these independent group, you know yeah. what I mean? When we went to Jamaica, independent. we did, you know what I mean? Korea, right. independent, all of this. Hawaii, like, you know what I mean, independent. Hawaii, <laughs> independent. You know, right. and, and people don't realize that. and. That make that's what gave us that's what gave us like a little meat in the game like, right. cause it's like dude you do you need a major label to do this we really we, doing, we this doing this ourselves like, yeah, we yeah. ain't got no universal behind and that, we, wasn't, yet, and then we had left to a level
2: where we didn't even have the big investors no yeah, more yeah we didn't we had no big investors after but Chuck was out still, the picture
0: it was it was all us but yet that, and right still on. you are signed to Universal and have a major corporation behind you but you are on the same stage as I am on. Right. And I am not signed to no major label, so right. they, they say a lot. We did a lot. Say. We did a lot of good work, bro. Right. A lot of good work.
1: So, if far as my knowledge, partners in crime, I, ever the group ever had, you know, ever all the best, I'm like, chemistry with. I'm the like, fifth wall Weavy and also I'm like misty. So I want to know, like, you know, who we had the best chemistry with. Yeah, like far as you know, ever 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 far as like. Before my knowledge, right, and, right. And, and, and like me listening to y'all music, uh-huh. like, I want to break, like, if I want to hear y'all break it down, if how it was, if it's just going, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like into the, you know, you know, actually make the song with, like
0: 5th or Weeby, in mm-hmm. off on Actually, all our music, bro, what we make,
2: <laughs>
0: it's funny, bro. Because uh, when Weeby first came over, Mike, he uh, found an interest in Weeby. Because mm-hmm. he had song in a nightclub rap. Like, well I heard him.
2: I heard his music in a nightclub. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to him, if you push the smell like onions, oh yeah. And I'm looking like, hey bro, this dude got He big had about cool hooks. five songs. He had about and five one, songs in one song. <laughs> I'm like, man, I gotta work with this little dude because I could. he can make a whole album off of one song that he made. Right. And that's 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 so pretty he much He came him. over,
0: he came over and Mike was like, Man, listen to him. So I remember the day he came there and uh, I was in the studio working with Four Pack. And um, once uh, I heard the songs that he was doing, me and Mina sat down and talking. we was like, "Well, dude, that one song there, that, that could just be uh, one song, and this could be one song." So, once we sat him down and we started doing the songs, we still wanted, we still needed that one one that we felt like this this gotta, this has to be we, the one. We needed to that do single, out. single, that that yeah, first song. Yeah. So basically, I came up with the song uh, "I Really Want You." You know, I really want you.
2: Why you making me wait so
0: long? You know what I mean? And we had the group end out to sing it. And uh, I co-produced that with um, Full Pack. So um, once we did that, and we started rapping on it, we we pretty much taught him how to set back into his raps, because he used to like, Mm -hmm. and keep going. But then that was a part of him that used to have just this, ooh, yeah, I like a penny ball. it's a penning ball, I don't like a penny, bro ball. You know what I mean? Right. And that was his vibe. So once we channeled that on the track, it was just man. It was, it and he, was, it and, was and what you wouldn't you know, you probably couldn't even imagine is
2: Weeby didn't even like that song. He didn't. He didn't want to do it. He was like, I don't know, bro. I'm like, Weeby, do this song, bro. This this I'm telling you, do this song. And out of respect for us, he did it,
0: yeah. and it went to be one of his biggest songs. You know? yeah. We did that one, and we did uh, Take It to, Take the, it to the Whole. And that then, whole project, um, pretty much. And then shortly um, after that, uh and Abel had reached out to me, and they told me that they uh, they needed a single for their album. And uh, that's when I wrote the song, uh, Shake It Like a Dog. Mm-hmm. I wrote that song for them. And the reason why Weeby is on that song because we had just signed Weeby. So we was trying to give exposure to partners in crime yeah, and crime and Exposure Weeby. to Weeby so to put take them it on to the yeah. next level, like. And that was big song. Yeah, big song, real, real big song. So uh, once we did uh, "Shake It Like a Dog" with Cain and Abel, you know, shortly after that, uh, I don't know Weeby. I guess Weeby felt like Cain and Abel was bigger than us at the time, or really, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. it wasn't. You know, but we still allowed him to do what he wanted to do. He was like, "Man, look, yeah, he just I want go a to better Kane opportunity, Because you know they were living in Baton Rouge, right? And you know, they had these, you know, they had just left no limits, so they had nice houses, you know what I mean, and things like that. But their name was, you know, nowhere as big as our name. So at the time, we thought they were a little bit bigger and could have done a little bit more for, for him. him at the time. I mean, don't wanna hold him and back, we right? didn't want to hold him back from that. So we were like, if that's what you want to do after the first album, then, you know, go ahead and do that. Like, so after that, he went with them. And that's when they did a remix with the show that work and mystical on it, mm-hmm. and uh, from that point that we uh, we didn't have Weeby on the label anymore. He was on Most Wanted Records, right? You know? So, yeah. But the chemistry as far as making music with us, bro, it's it's not that hard, bro. It's like we go in the studio, we listen to the beat, we come up with the you know the vibe of it, what it's gonna be. And, we talk you know, about the concept, that, yeah, you know, pretty much. But look, even with Miss T, you know you
2: wouldn't, people probably wouldn't understand. Miss T didn't want to do, t- talk to her, convince her to, to, to do it, cause Kengo was doing it, he had pretty much wrote everything, and we had other females trying to sing it, but it just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't right to me. So I was like, man, you know what would be good on this song, Miss T. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to getting Miss T, she was doing a show at the Firecracker. Uh, and Slidell, we slide a show out there and i'm right. like t She was like i ain't messing with music no more i'm like t if you do this song i'm telling you she came big. and did it and then she wound up doing the whole came album. In there,
0: no when <laughs> she came in there she uh she really uh she really didn't want to do it yeah, She didn't like, do it. and up until the point to where you know we kind of like had to force her to go in there and do it because everything was already you know written out and laid out for her. And she just was like, I ain't, I ain't feeling this. You know, you ain't going you know, funny with, with your money cat, and okay, mad with your kitty cat. cat, cat, cat. That was a know. hard ass thought. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, But sometimes people don't see Yeah, you'll their, see that Yeah. You know? So once we got her in the studio, bro, and she laid it, and the outcome of it came out, and it hit the streets. You know, sometimes you just got to paint that vision, put it out there for a person to see it. And once they hit the street, she was like, Lord, this is one of my favorites. So, right, 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 right. So. She
2: wound up working with us on a project, Don't
0: yeah. Get Mad,
2: uh, think, Don't Get mad. Get yeah, even. You know. We wound up, co- you know, co-producing on that project and, you know, helping,
0: putting mm-hmm. it out.
1: And like, yeah. that's crazy, because you wouldn't think, like, y'all had a lot of hits that, you know, people just don't really know. Like, y'all gave a lot yeah.
0: of hits to Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean... It wasn't given away. Just, it wasn't away. It was, giving away. was, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. It was sold. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> right. that goes back. to you know when we spoke about being a hook master right. or whatever. You <clears throat> know we was high in demand at that time. Like you know we weren't. We didn't. We, we didn't miss. It, it wasn't likely for us to miss when we came out of the studio. You know, we was always on point with what we what we did, so, you know. And,
2: and people got to start looking at it like this, but it don't be a cockiness, it just be a real confident thing of oh, yeah. knowing confidence what you do, because when you speak about, when we speak through the confidence side, somebody, or oh, they think they too much, or they think they this. No, we're right. just confident in what we're doing, because we know when we go in
0: there, you know, I mean, it's like it. a science, look, let's do this. No, we need this. You know, it's like, just like a mechanic, yeah, you know, right. when you go to the mechanic and you're looking at him saying, "Say, Bob? You know, I don't know I there's something wrong with the alternator, but you sure you know what you're doing? The mechanic looking at you like, man, I'm the come mechanic. On, I'm a mechanic. mechanic. Yeah. I really
2: know, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's why the shop do. say
0: such and such, auto, yeah, if, you right. didn't, if you didn't have confidence in me, why you come here? Right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's pretty much that type of thing, it's like, you know, we are partners in crime, we are not just a group, you know what I mean? We right. are yeah, songwriters, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, produce. we do it all, like, you know, we, we can see the vision. Of where you need to go, where you need to be musically, like, you know, in this. Right. Or what's needed to make it work, you right. know what
1: I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna give y'all all y'all flowers, cause y'all some damn hit me. Cause, yeah, thank you, brother. Like, shit, you're like, y'all and R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all put it together. <laughs> for real, like. Yeah, yeah. That's a good like, person to, you like, know what I'm I like, like you really put it together, cause I remember an
0: 89 boys made me yeah, start so big friend. Yeah, really. yeah, right. And you
1: put it together, I'm like, yeah, yeah. dang. Like, and I was not, telling them, like, y'all
0: can make a lot and, of money. And that came to us uh with that. And, um, they was looking for his song, so Nut basically was telling them, I know where to bring y'all at. Just, you know what I mean? Trust in me. Mm-hmm. And he'll tell you himself, he was really like telling the eight, nine boys, just trust me. This is what's going to do it. So once he came to the studio and he stood, we was like, man, my dude them they need a hit, like, you know. So we sitting there, and we listening to the beat, we listening to the That's beat. That's the power of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need a hit and you can give it and yeah. deliver.
2: Man, too many people doing that. We sitting there right?
0: listening to it, bro. And about time I went there and did it and came out of there, and I said, I told y'all.
2: <laughs> See, but that'd be some of the most amazing stuff, like, you know, sitting in that yeah. studio with, coming from scratch with something, and then to hear, like, you know, like, you know, because mm-hmm. Kango wasn't no writer. He was the first person that I ever seen didn't write mm-hmm. with the melodies the whole time. this was before I even knew about a Jay-Z or anything. This dude was... Rapping in his head, melodies in his head, and just delivering. I'm over there writing with a pen and pen, He's just standing, like mumbling or whatever, and, and writing his verse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like amazing to and see I was that blessed, happen.
0: I was, I was blessed with the, with that gift, bro. <clears throat> and a lot of people always ask me how you do it, and it's I can't explain it. Like you know, but there's not one time I've ever written all of the hit songs that you hear that are made. There's not one of them that I've actually written down. Like it's like you coming in my in the studio. And they playing the beat and we all just in there talking. Talkin', like, and man, and Michael talking, and he coming up with be talking, to, yeah, man, it, I'm telling y'all, this going to be a nice song. And I just <laughs> be sitting there looking at y'all, like, you know what I mean? And then they like, man, you, you going to write it? And I be like, come on. And they like, man, yeah, you, yeah, you just going to yeah. go in there and just wing it? I'm like, no, I ain't winging it. I just wrote it. that bitch while y'all was sitting there talking <laughs> for 30 minutes. And I just go in there and do it. And that's and, what and, every and, song and, you've and ever heard. The reason
2: of. I know it's a, a gift for their families is because Primetime do the same thing. Same thing, thing yeah. I used to be looking at both of them like, man, hold up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause there I, writing, I, I, I'm right, and they, you know, but I don't know. My, my, my gift was different from theirs. My gift is vision. Like, I can see stuff, like, before it transpired, like, I, you know, I could see it. Like, look, bro, we need to do, like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's the part that I played mainly with group parties and crime and all the other artists pretty much that we was working with you know what i'm saying i just had the vision for where we can go at
0: iron, really and what we can do iron sharpens iron you know right. I mean, we all had our own expertise and you know things that we you know all worked together on and it just came together for us like you know that's how it worked like right. you know you know we never was a guy to be like you know i'm this or i'm that. i'm the big hit yeah notch. it wasn't never that right just a, just a, we, we, we allow people to do what they do allow people to do what, what they, they do best like and we know we're can't all bosses go, at you know? the end of the day like you know what I mean and that's that's pretty much how we worked for years like you know on that on that method like it, it's you know, like we we have we, a lot of people when you look at some groups that always want to be like you know oh I'm this or I'm that I'm this I'm that like you know what I'm saying with us it never was that because we both always played our parts a, a great thing.
2: example of what I mean by not getting in the way mm-hmm. is like let the Good Times Roll. I had a, I wrote a verse for Let the Good Times Roll, but I didn't have the melody and whatever, whatever, that Kangol possessed with it. it was like, listen, but you make the song, like, whatever. I know how to step back when it's yeah, almost like, time. nah, it need to go this yeah. way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let and and, and keep really, it going that way. I was just looking at that video the other day. Right, because right. Will, Will yeah, uh, po- post
0: posted it. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, man, that was a good memory. Shout out me to too. Will Hart, man. Shout out to Will Hart, man. The number one video guy, baby. That was our little ex- our uh, hey, but
1: that song was so good. Like, if hey, that song should actually made it to the movies, if yeah. in a movie or something, like mm-hmm. you know on the West Coast, yeah, it was like it was, more, good, right. it was more of like a mainstream, mm-hmm. like around that time, right? Like classic. And the right.
0: Earth, Wind, and Fire sample, you know, back then was different too because you gotta realize, you know, a lot of people was, you know, we was bouncing right. back uh-huh. then, you know, and we chose to go a little bit of a different route with some of my music. Then you have to realize, once again. Took Big from, boy, from he, the West Coast. He, he had that West Coast vibe. He's from New Orleans, but he, but he lived on the on West, West Coast. He lived on right. the West Coast, and when he came back, he came with that West Coast vibe. Right, you know. So. Gotcha.
1: So being in the music industry over thirty years, mm-hmm. tell us what y'all enjoy about it, and tell us what y'all
0: actually hate about it. Mm, there's I mean, nothing I hate about, I mean, about it. Mean, there's nothing I hate about it. Man, when you're able to go thirty-two years and say, I so you know, I really made a career. Out of this, like, and to be honest with you, although, you know, he works, we really don't have to work if he don't want to. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for the last 32 years of our lives, bro, we've truly been blessed to stay on this course and sustain this level of success. Think about it. When we first came out, we were a hot group, right? And some people may say, oh, y'all were even hotter when y'all came out back then. We still was doing, you know, three to four shows a week. You know what I'm saying? We still do that now. And we still do that at the same age. Like We ain't never, right. we'll never like, slow down like slow down. Down. Right. That, That's amazing. It always stayed a course. It was never a point as to where we fell off and didn't have any shows. No matter what, we've always we worked through you know COVID, I mean? bro. Yeah, we were, we was working through
2: COVID. people yeah. had private parties; they was booking us still. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you know, we, we always had our mask on. That's yeah, right. we wore our masks <laughs> and, and and spread the mic with the Lysol and and was doing stuff like so, doing good for me. Hey, the for good me, let times roll. Let it roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the best thing about all of this is, is and I always say that you know we just was two boys with a dream. Right. And when you sit back, you know, after all of these years and you look at it and you look around and you say, damn, man, I remember when we, you know, used to try and get in our partner's cars and our partner used to bring us to the little gone shows. Yeah, we went through that. And we didn't know where we were going to be at in our lives. And when you think about it and you look back and you see the success you've achieved, you just really say, damn, I really did something great with my life. Like, I'm somebody. Like, you know, that's why I'm here now, because I'm somebody. Right. You know, and to my city, like, you know, I'm somebody. They, when we walk these streets, bro, so None many of people compliment me. us. We we are not self proclaimed legends, like right. you, you know. Grew up to you, yeah, yeah. I grew up to they, you. People tell us you're a legend, right. like you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, you're a don't, legend we, in we my don't eyes. Really, this yeah. is what you are to us. So that's why we have become, you know, who we are, bro. And right. they, they again, call us the
2: Frankie, Frankie Beverly and Mays of New Orleans. Yeah, that's that's what people
0: say because that's the kind of longevity. I we not see the
2: movie. Yeah. Right, we deserve see it. the part as a move. Man, look, I got it's a book. Awesome. I, I, I I got a book coming out and mm-hmm. uh, it's called Untold uh, Untold Story of Unknown Legend. It's all the biography on myself, but I got details stuff I'm in am gonna it. Answer
0: this online. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah, put all this in. Hello? me <laughs> <laughs> let him do his thing. Yeah, man, mess I'm my promo up, up man. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> got you finish your
2: promo. But anyway, bro, I got a I got a book uh oh, autobiography what oh, else that, that plaza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen I got a book coming out, bro. I got it um it's called Untold the Story of an Unknown Legend and uh it's an autobiography on myself, but it also entwines you know, how I met Kango And some things that we went through And just life stuff So, you know what I'm saying Y'all make sure y'all check that out You know, I don't know when it's gonna be coming up But whenever it's coming up Either the book will be out Or you could pre-order If it, if, it, if it's out before the 6th of July You, you, you pre-ordering all the way up to the 6th of July The mm-hmm. book will be out at the end of July You know what I'm saying So There you go There you go right, So tell her where I actually
1: Tell us actually Tell us actually I can't get it
0: out
1: Tell us what's actually All the right, next y'all.
0: I mean, same old thing, man. Yeah, for us, it's always partners in crime, right? No matter what, and that's going to be until our casket's drop. Like you know, we actually dedicated our lives to this, you know, t- to something great once again. And this is our brainchild. Like this is a, what this is who we are. Like you know, and we we have other sure yeah other endeavors other and businesses and other that, endeavors, do too, yeah. that go on, but our main focus is always
2: partners in crime. Right. At the end of the day, you know, you know, uh. Some things that I got going on besides, you know, being an author, I got to keep bragging on that author stuff because it hey, feels good. You got to put bro. the book out there, baby. But besides yeah, that, book, you know, I, um, I'm podcasting, you know what I'm saying? I do a podcast with a host of Two Butters, uh Gas and Time. It's called uh, No Rap Cap Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Y'all make sure y'all check me out every Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, 7 p.m., every Thursday, 7 p.m., you know what I'm saying, on your YouTube channel right no. there you go but uh, other than that you know what i'm saying and myself just investing catch, catch, me, <laughs>
0: catch me in the studio <laughs> right right still working you got
2: some there. other major things going on. i don't know why yeah. he ain't speaking on it but it's cool i ain't gonna yeah. say nothing He ain't saying that and i ain't saying <laughs> that y'all gonna see <laughs> just, just a little yeah, we bit. got things happening some things you know coming what I'm some major things coming <laughs> we got things uh, happening like so you know, know y'all gonna see us out but there but my in dudes that don't want to speak on it i'm gonna leave it alone
0: y'all 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 see us out there in that world you know what i'm saying baby
2: <laughs> I don't see us out there in that world. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. And also, um, last but not
0: least, uh-huh.
1: I'm gonna tell her where I'm. I'm like actually, I'm like, where can they find you on social media and just everywhere.
0: Uh, on social media, we have a partners in crime page on Facebook. You can go to that page to catch us, or you can catch us at our individual pages. Mine will be Kangol Slim K A N G O S L I M. Same thing on Instagram. It would say Kangol Slim. Uh, partners in Crime underscore, On Instagram, Underscore, underscore partners. partners in Crime On Instagram yeah. uh, On IG for myself
2: I'm um, Mr. Mina. That's uh, M-R M-E-A-N-A Underscore PNC And uh, on Facebook Or whatever I'm um, Mr. Mina. That's uh, M-I-S-T-A-M-E-A-N-A mm-hmm. um, You know what I'm saying There you have it So uh, that's pretty much How you find me man Find us at least You know mm-hmm.